but also issues on defense. Cincinnati seems like a hard opponent to try to prepare for. To decide if you want to try to attack them and risk leaving yourself exposed or pack it in and, and then not be able to take advantage of their defense. Is that accurate? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very good opponent. I think their attackers are, are in very good form, I would say, especially in transition when, when there is a lot of space. Uh, they, they are very good. I think uh, Barreal is doing great on the left side. Acosta just finding gaps everywhere. He can be a little bit on the flanks at times in between the lines. Uh, he has already a good connection with the two, Brenner and Vasquez. Uh, I think a, they have a very solid midfield as well. Uh, Powell is fast on the right side. Uh, I remember him when he was playing for Portland and, and he's very fast actually. So yes, they're a very good team. Uh, they're at home, they're in good form. So it will be uh, a difficult task for us. But I mean, we play the way we play and, uh, and we have a certain identity that I think we're gonna try to, to play very similar to how we try to play every time. But obviously understanding the challenge we have in front of us. When you went back and watched uh, the, the second half of the recent game, did you like the, the two attacking midfielders, Moreno and Almada? Did you like that idea and like how they executed? Yes, I mean, we were at home. We were a bit more uh, taking the risk, you know. Uh, um, it was something that we were not prepared for with, without Rosetto. So obviously, well, not prepared for. We were prepared in any scenario, but, but it wasn't part of the main plan to bring uh, Marseille so early in the game. So uh, we had to decide on Marseille just because of his quality and abilities on the ball. We felt that we can we can be more aggressive from the middle and that was the decision in that moment. Now this is a different game and we have to see uh, what midfield can provide more balance to us and that's that's where the decision goes from. Does Ibarra and Sosa, uh, is that a pairing that works in your mind as far as both their skill sets being a little more geared towards football winning and staying deeper? Yes, it, it can work. To be fair, I have very good options. I think mm -hmm. like Amar, when Amar plays, he also gives us a different uh, uh, look in terms of the balls he can play in behind. He's one that actually against Cincinnati, he did very well uh, mm -hmm. to, to break lines. And, and, and then also in Toronto, I remember that game against uh, of pressure, and he was distributing the ball very well, playing balls in behind. That's something that we really like about Amar, his connection. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, we have good pairs. It's, it's how we want to play what will determine who will play there. Santi Ibarra, one of the two, and Amar, or Amar Santi, Amar Ibarra, uh, Santi, Marcelino, Thiago. Like, we mm -hmm. have to try to see, uh, to see out of all the options we have trained which which uh, makes more sense for this for this game what is uh, Brooks's timeline since he's back in training he he's gonna he's gonna be available for us okay. uh, this time uh, actually he could have been last weekend but I prefer not just because he only had I think three sessions with the team and I felt it was a bit of a, of a rush for him was kind of covered there with Ronald on the bench, so uh, I felt no, 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 we shouldn't have taken the risk. Now he will be available, he has a lot more sessions, He's, he looks very fit, mm -hmm. so he will be available for sure. Uh, Caleb and Aiden have put in a lot of work over the last couple of months. Is there any rush to kind of get them a little rest here? Yeah, I mean, those are conversations. We will have three games in a week, uh, mm -hmm. this week coming. 
Cincinnati, Red Bulls, uh, Columbus. So there will be some sort of rotation, some games more, some games less, maybe no rotation in certain moments, but for sure, I think many players will have opportunities in the next few weeks, and we will address which one needs, needs more rest at the right time. Uh, last time you played Cincinnati, you went with uh, Caleb and Andrew on the left. Is that a potential option this time? And could even Edwin take uh, the wing spot that Caleb played last time? Yeah, I think I think we had a good pair uh, that day on the left. I felt actually that on the right was where we were hurting more Cincinnati, uh, the long switches of play in that game. But I think it's going to be a very different game, a very completely different. I remember uh, it was uh, Batty playing for them as a left wing. Uh, so they were playing there uh, with a striker playing as a wing back uh, on the left. So we had a lot of space. I, I'm sure now Barreal will solidify a bit more that side. So I think it, it will be in some regards different game uh, compared to that one that we look dominant. We we had kind of a lot of chances. I think it was one of the games with more expected goals for us in the season. We fail. A, we miss a penalty. So. We should have won probably that one, but it will be a very different game. Now they are in different form. Now they are more motivated. Uh, I mean, Acosta and Vasquez coming back from MLS All-Star, that gives you a boost as well. So it will be a very, very different uh, challenge. Speaking of the All-Star break, does that give you time to evaluate? No midweek. to give you time to evaluate, to look at the overall season and just kind of see where the season's at. And have you done that? And where do you think the team is just is right now? Yes, I mean, we try to evaluate every after every, every game. Where are we? Where, where are we within the, you know, the, the, the perspective of the rest of the league, the rest of the conference? Uh, I think the team, the last two games, we've been much better, a little bit more determination in certain moments. I think you always see good determination on the field, but in certain key moments of the game, you see a little bit extra, you know, a little bit better mentality and understanding how to close down games, how to how to make sure we are not punishing certain other games. So I think uh, that mentality is going to help us to, to give the last push for the last part of the season. And then speaking of the All-Star game, thoughts on it last night? You have a very interesting perspective from your background. Uh, what is your opinions on what you saw last night? Well, it's, it's hard to evaluate uh, those type of games, I think. You just can appreciate the talent is on the field for both teams. I think it's hard to evaluate who played better, who played worse, because no training sessions together, no cohesion. So it's more about pure talent put uh, all, all at the same time on the field. And, and then I think it's more of an uh, enjoyable game rather than something we can analyze. But it's, it's good to see kind of the rivalry. And, and when you compare roster to roster, it's interesting to make some comparisons. So I understand all that. But, uh, you know, I couldn't analyze in the way we analyze other, other games. And lastly, for me on that game, do you think it's beneficial for both leagues to be together with the All-Star? Do you think that format benefits both leagues, MLS and Liga MX, just the way it's set up right now? I mean, it's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, uh, competition among both leagues, among, among those both countries. Uh, so I don't know if it really benefits both big time because we have... You know, qualifying for World Cups, qualifying for Olympics, qualifying for under 20s, all that, and plus that, we have these nations leagues, and we have a lot of competitions where we compete to each other. So I don't know if this is the main thing. So I, I don't know if in the future when I come back to MLS playing other big clubs in Europe or something like that. So we'll see. Uh, it's interesting, but I feel like you know we can obviously move in a different direction. Uh, understanding that we have a lot of competitions among both countries. Mm -hmm.
We're about to talk to Duanjo. Uh, what have you thought of his uh, performances so far? In particular, it seems like he is the communicator in the back line you guys were looking for. Yeah, he, he adds a little bit of leadership to the back line. I think he's been very solid for us. Just a steady center back that that uh, understands his his role, and he's been a great addition so far. Uh, obviously, he kind of stabilized now the back line, and, and we like that. Uh, so. So far, so good. We're very happy with Juanjo uh, on the field. But uh, what I've been telling you, off the field, he's even better. He's a great pro. He's always in the team, taking some others with some other players with him. Uh, he's always enthusiastic with his teammates, communicators. So he brings a very good vibe in the locker room. So I like that also from him. I wanted to ask about Andrew uh, playing as a left center back uh, at the end of the game against Seattle. Obviously, it worked out pretty well. Um, is that a wrinkle that y'all will continue to kind of uh, potentially use going forward, or is it just one of those things that kind of fit the situation? Yeah, I think I think it's interesting. Uh, uh, we did that more just to kind of try to risk a little bit in the last part of the game, just pulling three uh, backline three rather than backline four, so we push a, a little bit our players a bit higher, and we had a little bit of momentum. We did, so it worked in that moment. I don't know if. If in a different moment I can do the same, it's obviously an option because mm -hmm. he's very good at progressing the ball forward. This is the way I like my center backs to be. He's left footed, that helps. So it's a good option to have, but obviously um, we will see which games are better for, for that uh, use of, of Andrew. Mm -hmm. yes. yes, very good.